my own personal definition of leadership is is the overarching skills and the overarching structure that allows you know, a group of uncommon people to complete common tasks. And so, if you want to dig into that from a military standpoint, you take people from Dallas, Texas, from Chicago, Illinois, from Cheyenne, Wyoming, you throw them in boot camp together, and somehow at the end, they all kind of look, smell, and talk <laughs> like one another. How that okay. works, who knows, but it does. Um, if you want to look at it from a business standpoint, you take people with, with multiple backgrounds and multiple uh, interests and you, you put them on a project together and at the end of the project there's mission accomplishment whether it be because you sold something you created something you marketed something so on and so forth if you want to look at it from just a general processes standpoint you take human capital you take equipment and you take standard operating procedures and mesh them together and you somehow get a better utilization or a increased standard or higher efficiency Welcome to the Nicholas Brown Podcast, a podcast talk show about real estate investing, business leadership, and personal development. Each week, we explore current real-life case studies about how to build financial independence through investing in real estate to build your personal portfolio through passive income models, along with interviews from the top business leaders and personal development leaders. Now, here's your host, Nicholas Brown. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I have another great episode. Matter of fact, I got one of my Marine Corps brothers. I'm so excited for him and what he's doing. And, and my brother, man, I'm just giving you a shout out. We improvise in this one here. We had it set for another date, but as we do, we improvise and overcome. We make things happen. So simplify, do or die. Say that. I'm, I'm just excited for my brother. We're going get to get this done. And it's a great show. But before I begin, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube Make sure you subscribe to your podcast, whatever podcast, whether it's iTunes or whatever. It's going to be a great show. Great show, I promise you. So, and it's about leadership and personal development based on the question. So here we go. And we begin. Today's guest is Matthew Askren. Matthew has worked in leadership roles with some of the largest food manufacturers in the world. Matthew has led groups within the baking, candy, and meat categories and has a demonstrated history of streamlining processes and building the relationships that are required to establish sustainable progress. He is currently the president and general manager for XLNT Bakeries, LLC, Lucy's Hoopy Pies. Shout out to LinkedIn. If you go to this LinkedIn, you'll see those posts, I promise you. <laughs> so... He's making it happen. He holds multiple quality and food safety certifications through the American Institute of Baking, a SQF certification through SQFI, and multiple lean, multiple lean six sigma certifications through ProSource. He has been published over 30 times on the topic of leadership by Chicago Now, a network subsidiary of the Chicago Tribune. Prior to his time in the private sector, Matthew spent seven years in the United States Marine Corps, including two tours in Afghanistan. His awards included Bronze Star Medal, Army Commendation Medal, Navy and Marine Corps Achievement Medal, 
and combat, combat action ribbon. Matthew also spent time as a communications instructor and martial arts instructor before receiving his honorable discharge. That's awesome. Matthew graduated summa cum laude from Hampton University. His undergraduate degree was in systems organization and management. Matthew also received his MBA from Jackson State University. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, man. Golly. Um, every, every, before you begin, I love to tell a story, man. I mean, this is just motivating. And we and that's why I keep stressing on these podcasts. Go to LinkedIn for like-minded, man. And this is this inspired me, Matthew. Whether you're a leatherneck or whatever, man, inspire me, your comp your accomplishments and your journeys. So this 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 podcast. It's normally, as I say, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening or watching, it normally takes 20, 25 minutes. But by rereading his accomplishments and his journeys where he's going, I got more questions to ask him because it's about personal development and leadership. And, and man, I, I got to get you for another episode. I see now because we may we may just get deep here about life and the journey and overcoming your ups and downs. Am I correct? You've had some ups and downs, correct? <laughs> uh, without question. Hey, and for you, we could do two, we could do three, we could do four. <laughs> whatever you need please whatever you need i'm, I'm here for you that's like awesome. you said semper fi do or die that's right do it thank you thank you well i say welcome to the show and what we're gonna do is what do you go by i'm still gonna treat you the same you're my brother but what matthew do you go works. by matt okay okay matthew you're my brother matthew so hey anything short of a four-letter word and we're all good <laughs> Okay, okay. We're gonna fear for that. I, I lost my I lost my feeling sometime about 20 years ago. So we're we're good. Okay. Yeah, okay. Keep your bearings as we say, okay, we'll go from there. Uh on this show here, we deal with three things, Matthew. We deal with uh motivation, what inspire you to move. So motivation, teaching, and perspective. But this is gonna be a little bit both because we're gonna we wanna talk about leadership, you're a natural leader. We're going to talk about personal development because I believe that ties into that. You're developing yourself, personally developing. So we're going to talk about, let's go back, let's go back, not go back too far. But I want to talk about what, what motivates you to go to the Marines because I see you, you got a great history. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you. I see that. Likewise, thank you as well. Sure. No problem with me. So what, what motivates you to go to the service to represent Balance. the United States, whether, whether you're in the Marine, what, we're Marines, but I said it's a price for freedom. I don't care if you thank you, Army, um, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard. We thank you, you know, because it's a price for freedom. At the time of this recording, you'll see the example of what's happening over the, over the world where you have different types of leadership and what's going. So there's a price for freedom. You see now. And do you do you agree? Wholeheartedly. Okay. Somebody's got to pay. Somebody's got to write that check. Somebody's got to sign. That's right. You and right. I, we signed it. That's right, right. But it, it, me personally, it was natural because this is my home in the United States, you know, it's, but there's a price for freedom. There's a price to do for that. So I appreciate your service. But what got you to go to the service? So the service period. I know you got the Marines. We're first to go last and know we're on top. <laughs> now I can talk by now. But what got you to go to the service? Hey, well, so I, I, I grew up the son of a Vietnam veteran. I grew oh. up the grandson of a World War II veteran. Wow. The great grandson of a World War One veteran. Really? Um, so you know th that has always been uh, a, a possibility. That has always been a sure. part of the equation, uh, based on on 
when I was born and, and, and things like that. You look at September 11th. Yeah. That happened while I was in high school. Mm. Uh, and that had an indelible impact, I think, on all of us. But, yeah. but I mean, at that age, um, it is, if, if you already were considering possible military service, uh, September 11th, and then what, what soon followed with, with both wars that went on, uh, you know, it, it was a natural progression for me. Sure. Um, but the, the, as for why the Marines, I think that was your original question. Uh, it was about military the period, but you just military unanswered. period was about the yeah. call to service, the, sure. the patriotism, yes. what had happened on our land, uh, why the Marines specifically was about the, the challenge. And sure. then, you know, when, once you get into something, uh, you know, you got to get in all the yeah. way knee deep. Right. So right. You, you can't, you can't dip the toe in the water. You gotta, you gotta dive head first. We can use whatever, whatever cliche, uh, right fits at the moment so that was my mentality and you know i look back on it now you know it's it, from in my case we're talking about uh almost 20 years ago i think sure i did the math i closer to, to 18 or 19 but but who's counting give a take um, and, yeah. and so you know making that decision proved to uh be a catalyst for many big things in my life because what what it allowed was for me to fully understand leadership and management okay. And that, that is something that I've been able to take forward with me because I often tell people that, that who I am and how I am was formed uh, by my parents. Okay. Uh, and, and, but with that said, where I honed my, my leadership and management style was, was with the United States Marine Corps. So uh, there's a common theme there, right? My, my parents were, were very faithful uh, sure. both to, to their family, to their country, and, and obviously to, to God. Uh, and, and in the core, we often talk about God, core country, right? That's right. God, it should, yeah, it probably should be God, country, core, but we, 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 we <laughs> mess it up a little bit. Um, but, you know, so there's a, there's a, uh, there is a, uh, a thread that runs through both of those that, uh, allowed me to, to kind of have a, a linear path. And, and that linear path was to leadership, to management, and to relationships, mm-hmm. you know, I, I still am, am in very close contact with many of the people that I serve with. I often don't go more than two or three weeks without seeing in person somebody that I serve with. Really, that's awesome, man. That's strong. And, and some yeah. of that has to do with geography. Like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, th- that's a real component to things. I currently sure. live in North Carolina, where there happens to be, you know, a, a, a gajillion. <laughs> Uh, veterans you know you're in yeah. texas there's a gajillion yeah. veterans so if you're somewhere where there's just not a lot of those then then obviously you know that may not be the case but but i would tell you that probably every about two to three weeks i'm seeing somebody that that i served with that and, is awesome. and i'm seeing them i'm seeing them in a social setting i'm seeing them in a professional setting because i do business with some of them okay. i'm seeing them in in a get right way because because you know uh We've got to make sure that mentally and emotionally we get okay. it right, right. Uh, and, and that's where that's where you know having a community, a tribe, some might even call it, uh, of folks that you serve with, folks that that get you, uh, is beneficial. And again, that that comes back to to a leadership and a management style that is based in relationships. Right. Okay. So we you deal with leadership managing. Management and relationships. I wrote those three. Is that correct? Leadership. Uh, yeah, management. I mean, I think they all they all play off of one another. Right, 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 right. They tie in together. So, let me ask you this: doing doing that time. So, are you, 
let's go straight to the source. That's going to lead to this a little bit deeper. When I read your about section, uh, Matthew, which I met you, like I said, we, ladies and gentlemen, we have our own going. We, we support each other, but he's very supportive. We like each other's page and, and articles on there, but we got like-minded, which I appreciate you doing it. I'm just going to, I love to put it in the air. I acknowledge everything. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you that you for that. I'm going to get straight to the question. So based on your experience and everything, what's, what's your definition of leadership? My own personal definition of leadership is, is the overarching skills and the overarching structure that allows you know, a group of uncommon people to complete common tasks. Okay. And so, if you want to dig into that from a military standpoint, you take people from Dallas, Texas, from Chicago, Illinois, from Cheyenne, Wyoming, you throw them in boot camp together, and somehow at the end, they all kind of look, smell, and talk <laughs> like one another. How that okay. works, who knows, but it does. Um, if you want to look at it from a business standpoint, you take people with, with multiple backgrounds and multiple uh, interests, and you, you put them on a project together. And at the end of the project, there's mission accomplishment, whether it be, be because you sold something, you created something, you marketed something, so on and so forth. If you want to look at it from just a general processes standpoint, you take human capital, you take equipment, and you take standard operating procedures, you mesh them together, and you somehow get a better utilization or a increased standard or higher efficiency. So when we can we can parse I this whatever take it way, this way you want, bro. No, no, I want to take it this way. I want to make it general. I want to take sure. it on a personal development as a leadership being you have 20 years where you followed someone because they magnetize you to lead, to become such as their leader. How as, because different methods, as we say in, in the previous uh, podcast, you evolve different, you know, you, you understand different. So how is leadership, your, your methods, have they changed 20 years ago or do you have the same tactics or has it changed? What's your, What's your perspective? What's your way? What's your thought on that? I think you have to have some core principles or okay. some core values. Okay. And those, those don't change. You know, in the Marine Corps, it's honor, courage, commitment. Um, right. But but I mean, obviously, there's different ones as you, you go into, uh, you know, three in my own personal life or faith, family, and fitness, right? I mean, sure. you can have whatever, whatever core values, but those don't change. Okay. Now, what you implement from there, I feel like in this world that we live in, you have to be willing to adapt. You have to be willing to do something different. You know, when I, when I was running a meat plant, I had to have a little bit different perspective than when I was, than I, right now where I'm running a startup business. Sure. When I was working in the baking industry and, and we were doing just-in-time product that was literally being packaged and put on a truck six minutes later sometimes, you had to have a different perspective and different tactics than you had, you know, in that meat plant. So, there are there are different uh, um, modes that you have to kick in, uh, but I feel like the overarching core values have to remain the same. And, and you know that's why I like to do campaigns. Um, you know, when I ran plant uh, one year, it was, our campaign as a team was speak in specifics because we had recognized that we had really smart people, and we had really experienced people. But do you know why things fell apart? Because we wow. talked about everything in a general way. Okay. For whatever reason, we didn't want to break down. Okay, so we ran better today than we did yesterday. What percentage better did we run today than yesterday? What do you mean so, by camp? Let the listeners 
No, what do you mean by campaign? So we had certain projects for a certain time, two to three so weeks. And then we, we would we would pick out. We you know oftentimes it would be for a calendar year, because okay. in a in in that world you work uh, for a financial plan that, that has either a fiscal or a calendar year. You have sure. a goal that you're trying to hit that you're trying to achieve. So a lot of times I would have a campaign that that would go from start to finish for a timeline. Uh, okay. And and then within that we would. We would say, all right, this is an area that, that if we're going to succeed and meet this goal, which is competitive and, and not easy, if we're going to meet this goal, we have to get better at X. And, and an example would be speaking specifics. And that was based off observation of people. That was based off observation of past performance. And what, what we started to see was when we got a little uncomfortable in a safe environment and said, no, we ran better, but we only ran better by 0.03%. That's not okay. Good. Okay. The okay. goal is that we're going to run better by three percent. Point zero three percent is better than yesterday, but it's not the goal. How are we going to close that gap? When we started to get uncomfortable and we started to get uh, to a place where we felt like we could communicate to one another, and and that nobody was going to to make personal attacks, and that nobody was going to uh, hold it over people, we were going to keep it professional, but we were going to speak in specifics. Right. All of a sudden, we were moving onto a trajectory that nobody saw coming. Okay, so you had a certain culture, a certain everybody mindset. You know, we got to progress to meet our mission. If it, it, at a certain point in time, if you don't agree, that's that's understood. But we got to move on. We got to complete next year, the once that worked, campaign. The campaign. You know? The campaign was from good to great because yeah. we had we had we had we had gotten speaking specifics down. It worked great for us. Or work right. good for us. If we were gonna, if we were gonna hit the next year's mission, we had to, right. we had to, we had to go from good to great. So uh, again, that a lot of that has to do with relationships, though, because you got to know your right. people, you've got to understand your right. processes, you right. got to know your capabilities. Um, right. But but relationships play a huge part in that. Personal development plays a huge part in that. There, there's just so many factors, Nick. Right. What's your values? What do do, do, do you tie in? Do you go with the value? Am I? You know, that's what my beliefs are. You know, what's the value? If it doesn't make it at that time, we understand we can still be level, but we got to move on to meet our goal, the campaign, you know, to but have some type of thick skin. That's what my my, my thing is changed and evolved. Some some people at times are a little bit too touchy on the mindset, but that's another subject. That's another person's subject. <laughs> There's a time and place for rigidity, but but I don't right. believe I don't believe that it's in the the, the tactics portion, I believe that, that it's in the strategy. You, okay. Your strategy can be, your overarching strategy can be rigid because you have a core philosophy that is, is just is who you are. But in terms of anybody who's worked with large numbers of people sure. know that when you get down on an individual basis, that, that you've, you've got to find ways to connect with folks and you can't do that with a one-size-fits-all approach. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. You got to be flexible-minded, not break, but flexible. Am I right? Can be flexible. But the overall goal, the mission is how can we move forward and what does it take to get there? So that, that's awesome. So tell me at this time about your company. I read on your company. What are you doing now? Because that's why it led to the question. Leadership skills have changed. They either evolved or you got to adjust. Would you explain that earlier? So what do you, what do you have going now? What type of position? What role that you have now the role hey i'm, I'm blessed to be the, the president and general manager at xlt bakeries 
Um, we are a super products uh, dessert company. Okay. We've got uh, 10 SKUs or 10 items, you could okay. say. We've got customers as big as Target, and we've got as small customers as mom and pop convenience stores that pull from some of our, our distributors. Um, we stopped counting how many states we were in, but but when we when we did stop, we were at 30 or 31. Okay. So I, I wow. think we're probably, you know, we're probably getting close to 40. But like I said, we, we that stopped being as important to us. And now we're, we're trying to really grow within the areas that we are. Um, we're, we're happy to be uh, really kind of gaining some steam in grab and go sections within convenience stores, within super targets in the refrigerated case of the, the bakery section. Um, and, you know, we're even developing some new products um, that that you might one day see when you turn on your TV. I'll really? leave it at that. I'll okay. leave it at that for Stay now. Stay tuned. But okay. but but we are we are constantly trying to improve and constantly trying to uh, better serve and satisfy our distributors and our retailers. Um, you know, Lucy's Hoopy Pies is our uh, initial product. Um, is that the startup? Because I, I read on so the Excellent Bakeries is a startup company. The initial products were Lucy's Hoopy Pies, which is okay. three different flavors. It's sold out of the, the refrigerated case at your uh, at your super target or it's sold out of your open air cooler at your convenience store. Okay. We also have six SKUs that are shelf stable, which means that they can be bought right off the shelf. We've got customers for those like Travel Centers of America, um, like Cal's in Texas. Uh, so those are growing. Douglas Companies is one of our distributors for that out of Arkansas. We just had a trade show last week on that. So lots of good, lots of good coming, but we've had to change and pivot because we had a pandemic. I've had to change and I've had to pivot because, you know, hey, when you're running a, a meat plant for the, the largest pork producer in the world, you're going to have a different success uh, strategy than you are when you're running a startup. You know, my goal when, when I ran a meat plant was to physically do as little as possible. Okay. Because you've got to delegate. You've got right. really smart people who know what they're doing and who've been right. doing it for a long time. Right. They need guidance. They need communication. They need expectations. What they don't need is for me to try and do their job. Okay. Uh, and now in a startup world, of course, you know, you've got to wear about 17 different hats and you've got to be willing to wear two of them or three of them at one time. Uh, if, if the situation calls for it. So that flexibility that you talked about earlier, if, if there if, if it didn't exist, there's no way that there's no way that that I could be pushing forward in a startup setting because I would be so stuck on how we did things working for a $15 billion a year company. Wow. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be willing to to put in the the necessary uh, formula to succeed in a startup setting. Man, you made me lose my thought. I had about two or three questions I had to write about that. But so at, at this time, let me ask this. Cause I got to ask, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching or listening in, I got to ask, are you public or do you, do you need other type of investors? Because we deal with investing, uh, business leaders and, you know, personal development, this type of show that I deal with. So I'm going to put it out in the atmosphere. Do you look, are you public or do you look for other investors? Uh, so neither. We're we're Neither. not public. Okay. We're, we're not public, uh, nor are we looking for investors. We really we are funded by a family office based out of Winston Salem uh, called Southern Spear, which okay. is tied to uh, uh, a, um, uh, some a bigger investor. I'll just leave it at that. Sure, sure. Um, but but so we are we are essentially single single source funded. 
And okay. um, we've got a great relationship with uh, with Southern Spear. And, you know, so that that component for us has already happened. Um, we've already we've already, you know, gotten our funding. Um, now it's just a matter of execution. That's okay. where I can. Five minutes, five minutes or less. Got to ask this. I got to, I got, you got to come back on for another episode. Happy I got to. so many questions for you, but I respect your time, uh, loving it. <laughs> what, what, um, what, what, what methods of leadership? How's, how's leadership changed for you? And what, what, what your, what, what works for you best at this time? What works? What methods work for you? Because you didn't have different types of ways to adjust. What, what works for you now? What, what, what do you suggest? Well, some, some things tips, never right? change. Setting the okay. example and leading from the front never change. Setting the example and leading from the front. Never Don't change. ask anybody to do anything that you would not be willing yes. to do or you haven't done. Repeat uh, that. I'll that be doesn't quiet. mean people Don't ask use what? that. I'm going to be quiet because that hit a point. Don't ask what? Can you repeat that, sir? Sure. Don't, don't, don't ask anybody to do anything for you that you wouldn't do or have not done. Yeah. That doesn't mean that 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 people confuse that. People think that that means that that you should be walking around and and doing everybody's job for them. That's not yeah. what it means. It means it means that if if you ask them to do something that is either demeaning, that is physically uh, a safety hazard, that is you know putting putting the business ahead of their their family in a way that you wouldn't do. That's what it means. Uh, so, sure. you know, when I when I am dealing with the sanitation department in a big plant and I'm talking to them about doing a toilet, I better have either I better have done a toilet before somewhere. Sure. I better be able sure. to reflect on that to them so that they know that I'm not asking them to do something that that I wouldn't do or haven't done. Um, okay. You know, but again, I say that also being a huge proponent for delegation, especially in a large operation. Right. You have to. Um, you know, so so it, it, there's a. There is a line there that we all have to understand. Um, so, you know, but, but leading from the front never goes out of style. Uh, you know, if, if you've got a, uh, a uniform standard, you better meet the uniform standard. Right. If you've got a punctuality standard, you better lead the punctuality standard. Uh, you know, there, there's just a lot that goes into that. And most of it is the little things. But you know right. what? Those little things add up. Because... Right. People don't necessarily remember the little things from on a on a case by case basis, but as a collective, those little things make a large impact. And when you walk out of a room, people remember that you you might have had the uniform standard, but you followed it. You may have had a punctuality standard, but you led that. You may have had a campaign about speaking specifics, but but you never talked in specifics. How does that work, right? You talk about from good to great. But yet you don't supply people with the with the reading material to understand about the book from good to great. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. How how do you lead from the front? How do you set the, the example or set the standard yourself? And 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 that once you figure that out, it's a lot easier to have a group of people follow behind you, specifically a large group of people follow behind you, because uh, it, it will make an, an impact that that a lot of us. Uh, don't understand and talk to really inspire. They get inspired. They want to do us a pull, not a push. You're not pushing. But we always have this mindset. We got to move forward. My mindset, we got to move forward. We do what it takes, but nothing out of the, as you said before, extreme. 
you know, that's going to harm, harm you. But the mindset should be move forward, do what it takes to meet that campaign that we are as a whole. Because my saying is be responsible as an individual, but work as a team. So you got, I got to trust you for that position, sir, if you're going to meet our mission. Even if we got to adjust and move back and forward, we're our overall thought as a team is to move forward to meet our goal in the campaign. Am I correct? Yeah, you're you're spot on. You know what? You've been you've been doing this for a long time. You know, <laughs> you know what you're talking about. Sure, man. Yeah, we're gonna do another episode, but I'm about to let you go. So, any any last words on how can they get in contact? Or what you shout out? The floor is yours, sir. Well, hey, first and foremost. Look, look in your open air coolers at your convenience stores and, and at your okay. super targets, not to be confused with regular targets, super target only. Uh, but look in your refrigerated uh, cases in, in the bakery there. Grab Lucy Soupy Pies. You'll love them. It's all about the cream, two moist cakes, proprietary dairy based cream in the middle, like nothing you ever had before. If you happen to be in an area that has our shelf stable products, those are also under the Lucy's banner. Grab them, grab them, grab them. Uh, can you order LinkedIn, them online? Can you order uh, online? You can through Target. Okay. Uh, so if you go so to the Target website, Target, Super Targets, and they can deliver. I'm thinking it, they, it depends on your location. And they're, I they're, got you. It, it's a little bit convoluted, but if you go to the Target website, you look up Lucy's L U C I E uh, apostrophe S Hoopy Pies. Hoopy like a, a basketball hoop. H O O P I E Pies. Um, you'll be able to see where where you, you know your availability is. Okay. Uh, but but anywhere that's got super target, California, Texas, uh, North Carolina, Florida, if they've got a super target, Atlanta, they got a super target, we're there for you. Uh, so one so more check thing, because I got a network with you on the business side, since we deal with LinkedIn and we've got LinkedIn listeners and all, what's your ideal client or uh, business partner or, or what's the ideal person that you look for? to network with or build a business together that they're tied in with Target or other locations that are tie in with your business? So and from a business perspective, we, we absolutely want to find distributors. Um, so if you're a food distributor and you've got retail customers, let's do it. If you are uh, a micro market distributor and you've got office canteens, hey, we're in that world too. If you're a food service distributor, and you want a product that goes in a food service setting, restaurant type setting, we've got something for you as well. So reach out on that. Regarding LinkedIn, if you're a like-minded, successful based mm -hmm. person, send me a connection request. I'm gonna accept it. And let's let's find a way to, to put our minds together and generate some ideas. Uh, so on, on a business standpoint, if you're a food distributor, let's talk. If you're a food retailer and you have a distributor, let's talk. On a personal level for LinkedIn, if you are a like-minded, success-based right. uh, person, send a connection request. I will accept. I'm a living witness. Whether I'm ring or not, he will do it, ladies and gentlemen. So people work with people like, like-minded. Law of magnetism, law of attraction. He, he does that. So that's true. So thanks again, Matthew, for your time on here. Um, Love, once again, like I said, come back on the show for another episode. I want to know how things have progressed or just talk because it's about personal development, talk about life. I want to get into that too, but we didn't get time. I'm sure we'll get another time for that. So thanks for there coming. There I go being long-winded again. Say again. Uh, there I go being long-winded again. No, no, no. There I go. 
but I respect your time because I know you got to get out. But ladies and gentlemen, I made, we made a point. I'm going to make a point. I'm going to do it for my brother. I'm going to get him on. I overlooked it, but here we are now, and he's always welcome to come back on. So thanks again, Matthew, for coming back on, coming to the show. Okay. Thank All right. you. Simplify, do or die, always. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the show. That's this show. The episode is a great episode. I want to get you guys reviews on there. What do you think? Send us a question. What you want for, for Matthew? What you want to ask Matthew the next time he comes on? And as we always end the show, don't condemn, don't complain because you have a choice to make a change. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us on the Nicholas Brown Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.nickbrowninc.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like this show and you are a new real estate investor, then check out one of Nicholas's free reports called the Wholesale Dominator Report. Also located on our website, www.nickbrownie.com slash free reports. Be sure to tune in for our next episode. And remember, don't condemn, don't complain, because you have a choice to make a change. Have a great day.